Woohoo! I feel like I should be hooping, hollering, jumping up and down and celebrating that we made it through the fifth 30 plus day get up and go challenge. Or if this is your first get up and go challenge, that we made it through the get up and go challenge. And that we learned all about the SOAP framework and all the other things that uh, this challenge has brought to us. But instead of summarizing, what did we learn from the challenge? I kind of covered that yesterday. I wanna run through some of the lessons that I learned from 2020. I don't know about you, but 2020 turned out to be a year that I could not have anticipated in my wildest dreams. I couldn't even have imagined the stuff that went down in 2020 and how I responded to it and what came out of this year. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I entered this year bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, thinking this is the year of vision. And as someone who's visually challenged, I was excited about 2020. I thought, oh, it's gonna be an eye-opening year. All kinds of crazy, amazing things are gonna happen. Lo and behold, the pandemic hit. Actually, I started the year sick. I actually believed that I had COVID-19 over Christmas and New Year's last year. I, so I started the year off sick, but I was still really hopeful that it was gonna be an incredible year. Because 2020 had been built up and sounded like such an amazing, amazing year. Ending, uh, you know, the beginning of a new uh, decade and, and all that, or ending of a decade. People have arguments over its beginning or ending, but that doesn't matter. I, I hopped into it thinking it was gonna be wonderful. And then actually my birthday was the day, and we were up north at the cabin celebrating with my, my sisters and and my granddaughter, which was amazing, only to find out that the pandemic was hitting right then. And then after that, everything went in a pretty quick spiral and changed dramatically from what I or anyone else had anticipated the year would hold. However, with the negative changes that happened for a lot of people, I also experienced some really positive changes. I got to hang out with my then four-year-old granddaughter who turned five when I was still hanging out with her and then started school in the fall. I swear that's what helped get me personally through the pandemic was that I had to structure my life in a way that I could still do what I was going to do in 2020 in the mornings before she came, which meant like four o'clock in the morning to, to seven o'clock in the morning because she was always here by seven. And then I hung out with her till about mm, five to seven in the evening. And then at after that, if I had a few more things to do, I had to hop to it and get them done. So it made me be a lot more structured and a lot more uh, scheduled and planned out than normally I had been for the last couple of years. I've been kind of going with the flow and doing my own thing and doing what worked for me. And I had to consider someone else for a change, which is always a good thing. Whenever we're stressed out, one of the best things we can do is help someone else out or add value to their life. And hanging out with a four, five-year-old is absolutely incredible because it helps you tap into the magic and the belief and the wonder and the amazing things that children bring up that you've long since forgotten about by the time you hit 60. So what are some of the other things and some of the lessons learned? I thought, well, I'll make a little list of the lessons learned. And I started out on one page and then I had to flip ahead because I ended up with like 33 things and I wasn't done yet. So I'm just going to briefly run through these. Maybe you can relate to them. Maybe you can't. But I, I think that they're valuable lessons that I learned and that are reminders of things that I've known but I might have forgotten until we had a year where everything changed and we had to be able to respond and react to those changes in a positive way, even if the changes didn't feel positive at the time. I mean, my daughter lost her job, but she's going to have a baby so I'm going to have another granddaughter early 2021 so something bad happens but still something good happens because then she could go out and be with her husband in Colorado as he was finishing his lineman apprenticeship program otherwise she was here in Wisconsin and he was out in uh, Colorado and, and that wasn't very fun for them so 
bad things happen, good things happen. And what I like to leave a year with or leave an experience with is what are, the, what are the good things that happened? What did I learn from this that I can take with me forward in my life? And what were the bad things that happened that taught me a lesson? Because I know that if I don't learn that lesson, I'm destined to, to get fed some type of a similar experience again. And if it was bad, I certainly don't want to repeat that. So let me grab my magnifying glass so I can see some of the things I wrote down. I put, shit happens that we can't even imagine. Isn't that a true description of 20 21. Now, I try not to swear very much on video. I don't swear that much in my life. Sometimes when I get frustrated or upset about something, I'll curse. But for the most part, I don't. But happens is such an incredibly way to, accurate way to describe 2020. Things happened in 2020 that I could never have imagined in my wildest dreams. I really couldn't have. I never in my life imagined that our politicians and governments would shut us down and take away our freedoms in America and tell us what we can and cannot do. We are currently under a 10 p.m. curfew in my, my little town in Wisconsin, border town in Wisconsin, between Wisconsin and Minnesota. And since Minnesota had stricter guidelines and shut down some of their businesses, everybody was flooding the border and coming to our little town. And we had uh, three stabbings and a murder like the first weekend. And that caused our city council to say, whoa, hold the phone. We got to do something differently. And they did. And it was frustrating for a lot of people. But, you know, we have to keep our citizens safe as well. So I've done a lot of contingency plans in my life for different businesses and different organizations of all different sizes and shapes. And never once did we consider a pandemic as part of our emergency action plans. I guarantee there are a lot of businesses and a lot of industries that now have added pandemic, including insurance agencies, to their automatic emergency action plans. Uh, we got to, we, we've got to keep moving forward in our lives no matter what. All of my goals and objectives and the things that I had planned at the beginning of the year to carry out throughout 2020, they had to be, be changed and adjusted and People are using the word pivot, which I find kind of annoying. It's just a change, a change of pivot, a new way of doing something. All of them had to be changed and adjusted as 2020 unfolded. And so we always need to keep in mind that in order to move forward, we want to keep moving forward no matter what. If that requires that we change and be flexible and do things differently and get creative and find ways to do things that we've never even imagined we'd be doing before, that's what we need to do. We need to always be moving forward in our life. We are 100%, three, we're 100% responsible for what we do and we gotta do what we can with what we've got right now. Things change. Millions and millions of people lost their jobs and their livelihoods, many of whom didn't do anything. They waited for the world to go back to normal. Here we are at the end of 2020, months later, you know, eight, seven, eight months later, <laughs> has not gone back to the old way of doing things, to our old, normal the way normal was before I, I really dislike the phrase new normal because life is always changing and we forget that um, by using new normal we make it sound like things are going to go um, and change in in way in different ways than they actually are we have to remember to accept things the way they are right now whether we love them or not we have to find the way and the things within those experiences to love and to enjoy and that that help us not focus on the things that that we don't like and we're responsible for doing what we can to continue moving forward. Nobody's gonna move forward for us. Nobody is going to take care of and manage our lives for us. We have to do that ourselves. Uh, we have to be grateful for what is, what, what we can do, focus on what we can do and not on what we can't do. Uh, I work with chronic pain people a lot 
And one of the things that I've noticed is the people that continue to move forward through their chronic pain, no matter what, are those that focus on what they can do and they build on that and not the people that focus on um, what they're missing, what they're missing out on, what they can't do, what, what they used to be able to do that they can't. And I think that's a really good lesson for all of us. Um, we have to continue to move in the direction that we want to go no matter what uh, and move toward what we want uh, your goals and dreams you know no matter what nobody can steal your dreams from you even if a politician says your business needs to close or, or uh, your municipality says hey your business needs to be closed right now it doesn't mean there aren't ways to continue to serve people you just have to be willing and open to looking for them seeing them and then taking action toward them to apply them to your business your life your, your you know livelihood whatever who you are always comes from within you. Outside circumstances change all the time. They just happen to change simultaneously for millions and millions of people, if not the entire planet, at kind of simultaneously, right? Everybody was impacted by the same root cause at once. COVID-19 impacted everybody. Yet, it impacted all of us differently on an individual basis. So we have to really be willing and open and, and uh, able to remind ourselves that everything we need is already inside of us and if we look for the answers if we look for solutions if we ask the right questions we will find them we have to be open and flexible to other possibilities we have to be willing to say all right I usually just open my restaurant every day or my manufacturing business every day now the government says I cannot open it how can I still get my products and services to people that want them well, if you're not online, the first thing you can do is get an online presence, do curbside delivery. My daughter worked for uh, Burton and her store was closed. And one thing that they, she said they had always talked about doing was having you know, people able to, to call in or to order online and then come pick it up at the store. And they haven't put that system in place. They talked about it for about two or three years, but they hadn't done it. And now the pandemic forced all of them to be able to do that all of our businesses to be able to do curbside pickup to be able to you know let people still get our products and services even though they couldn't come in and shop around for our products and services uh, number nine there's always a way to keep moving forward no matter what there's always infinite possibilities and if if it weren't for 2020 I probably never would have settled on the soap framework I would have been doing what I was doing in my flim, not my, in my chaotic way. And I wouldn't have settled in on one framework that I love teaching to people all the time. That, that's the SOAP framework. And the more I, I use it and the more I teach it and the more I share it with people, the more I realize how similar it is to other things that are out there and have always been out there. You know, some things are just ancient wisdom and they've always been out there, but they're always new to us. And once we find them, uh, we get excited about sharing them with other people. But there's always a way. We live in, a, in a, an abundant universe and a very abundant country, and there's infinite possibilities and infinite ways we can go about creating and obtaining what it is that we want in life. Uh, there's two sides to every coin, uh, every situation. You know, there's losses, but for every loss, there's, there's equal and opposite gains. Uh, life, my dad used to always say, and I've got that on here somewhere, I don't know where it is, but he always taught my sisters and I that life isn't fair. And just because it isn't fair doesn't mean everybody can't work through and get what they want. Uh, 
nobody and nothing can stop you except yourself. I mean, uh, a pand even a pandemic. I mean, a pandemic normally stopped a lot of people, but it didn't stop me and millions of other people. Millions of other people continued to move forward no matter what was going on around them. Of course, millions didn't, but millions did. Uh, <clears throat> our timelines might have changed, but the outcomes don't have to. My, my goals for 2020 actually blew them out of the water, which surprised the daylights out of me because if you would have told me in, in April that I was going to find ways to continue to move forward and achieve all of the goals I set for myself and then some, I wouldn't have necessarily believed it, except I did change my plans. I did do things differently. I did create different things than I would have had there not been the pandemic and the lockdowns and things. If you're determined to do something and help other people and your business gets shut down, you'll still find a way to serve them and help people. Hundreds of thousands of businesses have been um, figuring it out, and they have, right? And you'll say, and people will say, well, hundreds of thousands of businesses have gone out of business. Look at all the restaurants that have gone out of business. and. This is kind of a harsh truth, but the truth is that is people's choice and people's decision. You can say, yep, the government shut me down and I couldn't run my business the way I always had, but you didn't have to depend solely on that. We always have a choice of what we're going to do. And there, there's ways to run any business imaginable and continue to serve people even if the way you've always done it in the past has stopped and shut down. But if you believe the only way you can do it is the way you've always done it, then you, you're probably destined to go out of business. Uh, 14, use things, love people. 15, taught me to that relationships and time. People, actually, this is a really interesting observation. I realized that we were able to, during the pandemic, during this 2020, actually, no, now, it's a gift to some people if you're in a good relationship or if you want to improve your relationship. It's a horror to people that aren't in good relationships. But I think that 2020 and the pandemic actually compressed time with respect to our relationships. If your relationship was good, it made it stronger and more solid. Never in the history of the world, never in all my years raising my kids did I get to spend this much time with my children raising my children and with my children literally that in 2020 people have been with the people that are close to them more than ever before but we've also been separated from the people we love and care about more than ever before so it's kind of a double-edged sword but I've seen relationships just grow and grow and blossom uh, some friends of ours got married and they don't they'd only been dating for like three months but they spent three into or I guess they've been dating for seven or eight months but they spent all the pandemic together seven or eight months together every day so you find out pretty fast if that's the right person for you or not uh, and I think that relationships went both ways but it definitely had an impact on our relationships uh, creativity is required in you know challenging times in chaotic times we have to be creative we have to be uh, able to think outside the box and be willing to look for other possibilities than the things that we've already done before. Uh, some of the most fun times we've had during 2020 
were, you know, my 83-year-old mom getting on Zoom calls with us for our birthdays and for holidays when we couldn't be together because we were, you know, spread out across the country. But we all figured out how to get on Zoom calls and use technology in ways that we had never used it before. Well, some of us had used it before, but others had never used it before. Uh, 17, chaos is not a justification for compromising our values. Now, this is a big one because I think we've seen a lot of examples of corruption and fraud and dishonesty and manipulation and I think they said that unemployment fraud was like in the billions of dollars with the unemployment compensation and things that were done this year uh, and all kinds of things like that but guess what chaos and things being out of control is never a reason or justification or excuse for compromising on our personal goals and values because guess what you always know if you've done something wrong and cheated somebody. They might not always know, but you always know, and that eats away at your, your being and your soul. Um, do what feels right to you always, even when people aren't watching. Uh, have a to-do list when you're stressed out. I always have had, hanging on my refrigerator, a to-do list or things, uh, it's just actually a brainstorm list of things to do when I'm feeling stressed out or tense. You know, take a bubble bath, take a walk, read a book, read a poem, read a positive inspirations or or listen to positive material or videos, meditate, you know, practice gratitude, things like that. I've always had a list like that. So when something just is knocking me over or tipping me over, I can go to my list and I can say, okay, and I just start working my way down the list and I do things until I feel better and then I go back to what I was doing before. If we are uh, bitching, moaning, complaining, and being a victim and feeling sorry for ourselves, we are totally stuck in that negative loop of energy and we're not able to move forward. That's why I say focus on what you can do, not what you can't. Focus on what you're grateful for, not the things that are missing or that you think are missing in your life. Uh, focus on solutions rather than problems and all of a sudden, and, and symptoms. Sometimes we get locked into the symptoms of a problem instead of solving the real problem itself. But we wanna to get to the root cause, solve the problem, and work on solutions and moving forward. I say moving forward a lot, don't I? Uh, we want to own our own emotions, but not anyone else's. This is a biggie, especially as a mom and a grandma. I hate to see the kids feel bad about anything. And they gave me a lot of lessons this year on letting them feel their feelings and not trying to, um, what does my son call it? Soften it. Don't use softeners to try to soften when they're feeling upset or bad about something. Just be a good listener and a, a supportive mom, but not jump right to the 